Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 394. Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9. Let's read our passage. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed, and each has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers, you are God's field, God's building. This is Paul's first letter to the Corinthian church. This is written during the third missionary journey while Paul was in Ephesus. He had founded the church in Corinth on the second missionary journey five years earlier, and he's gotten word that there's problems in the church. So he's sending this letter to reorient their thinking, trying to one-up each other and decide who's the most spiritual, who's got the most wisdom, who's aligned with the, the best leader. And Paul's trying to reorient them to thinking about what it means to be followers of Christ. Last time we looked at uh, chapter 3, 1 through 4, and the last part of that, Paul was challenging them that he can't treat them as mature spiritual people because they're not acting like mature spiritual people. They're not acting like believers. So he's not able to treat them like believers. They, in fact, challenge them that they're they're worldly. So verse 3 and 4, he says, because you're still worldly, for instance, there is envy and strife among you. Are you not worldly and behaving like mere humans? For whenever someone says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not acting like mere humans? Point being, they're not acting like followers of Christ. They're just acting like regular people. That is, selfish. So he goes on, verse 5, he says, What then is Apollos? What is Paul? We read that, it, it look, looks odd. Shouldn't you say, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? Versus what? The, the point is, he's looking at roles, not the person. So the question isn't, who is Apollos and Paul? But what is Apollos? What is Paul? He answers the question then. They are servants through whom you believed, and each has the role the Lord has given. So what is Apollos? He's a servant. What is Paul? He's a servant. And then he talks about the roles. They've each been given a role. Then he describes these roles in verse 6. He says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So Paul says, I planted, he's the one that founded the church five years earlier on the second missionary journey. Apollos watered. Now in the end of Acts 18, the beginning of Acts 19, we see Apollos going from Ephesus to Corinth. Not sure how long he spent there, but apparently he spent a considerable bit of time there teaching them teaching them the gospel, teaching them to be followers of Christ. So Paul planted in that he founded the church. Apollos watered in that he stayed for an extended period of time teaching. But it was God who actually gave the growth. Now he's using this farm metaphor that Apollos and Paul, they're the servants. They're the workers. One is planting, the other is watering. But then the role of God in this our metaphor is God's the one who actually brings the growth of the crop, but also 
God is the owner of the farm. He's the boss that the workers are working for. He's the one who directs the workers. He's the one who assigns the roles. As he said in verse 5, each has the role the Lord has given. So God is the owner of the farm, and he's the one that specifically brings the growth. So even though you have planters and waterers, nothing's going to happen without God actively being involved. So verse 7, he says, So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. So this actually looks back to verse 5 again. What then is Apollos? Well, Apollos is a servant. But then verse 7, and Apollos is nothing. What then is Paul? Paul is a servant. But then again in verse 7, Paul is nothing. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. So we say, compared to God, these, these guys don't amount to anything because nothing happens without God. So they're nothing but only God who gives the growth. Now he's trying to reorient their thinking that they're so concerned about how special each of them are and each one's trying to be more special than the next. And his point is, it's really it's all about God. That if God were not involved in any of this, then nothing would happen. It's not about the workers. It's about God. Now, verse 8, he says, Now he who plants and he who waters are one. Here he's talking about unity. That even though they have different roles, they're working together. They're working for the same master. They're working for God. And they're working to the roles that God has assigned but they're working together for a common goal, a common end. And so the idea of unity, and that's very much opposed to what is being experienced in Corinth right now. There's not unity. That's one of the big problems. This is a lack of unity. They're not each one embracing a role given to them by God, working together for the common good, working together for God. They're trying to decide who's the best, who's got the most important role, who's the, got the greatest wisdom, who's got the greatest spiritual gifts. So there's a definite lack of unity in Corinth. And he points that out here. He who plants, he who's water are one unity. But there's also a diversity. He says, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. So while there's unity, they work together. They work for the common goal. There's also diversity in that they don't do the same thing. They each do their own labor according to their own role, which is assigned by God. And they each receive their own reward. Now, he's going to talk about reward later. We'll see that next time. And then even later on, he's going to talk about the idea of reward for the labor. So he's setting it up for later discussion. Now, verse 9, he says, For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. Now, by we, he's referring to more just Paul and Apollos. He's referring to we being all believers. We are God's co-workers. We work with God. We work for God. We also work with God because God's at work among us. And we're working with God. So we're God's co-workers. And he says, you are God's 
field. Now, let's look back, this farm metaphor that he, he just gave, where Paul's the planter, Apollos is the waterer, God is the one who brings the growth, but God's also the one who owns the field. And he specifically says, you are God's field. So in that metaphor he just gave, that's how they fit. They're, they're the field, and they are owned by God. And it's part of what he's trying to rewarrant their thinking, too, is it's really it's all about God. God's the one who runs things. And he says, God's building. So you are God's field, God's building. And that's setting it up for the discussion we'll see next time. We're just going to talk about laying a firm foundation and talk about building an actual building. So he's linking them to the metaphor he's just given about the farm motif, and he's setting them up for the discussions he's going to give about building. This idea of being co-workers. Paul and Apollos, they belong to God. The Corinthians, what they've been saying is, I am of Paul. I am of Apollos. He's trying to say, to make, you don't belong to us. You belong to God. The, the idea of your God's field, God's building, the church belongs to God. So the factions of people claiming to either be aligned with various people or have the wisdom of various people, Paul's still combating that. And he wants them to drop that kind of thinking because these people you're declaring you're aligned with, they're just co-workers. They're your co-workers. They're God's co-workers. They're workers for God. They amount to nothing. God is what matters. So get your sights on God and what he wants and what he's doing. Then we can move on to being the actual church, which actually belongs to God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.